Hear ye, hear ye. Welcome to the Flawed Logic Podcast. This is officially the Flawed Logic Podcast. My name is Joey Boats, a.k.a. Joey Bags, a.k.a. The Buzzsaw, a.k.a. The Backdoor Cover, a.k.a. Joey Gas Pump. Joined, as always, with my partner in crime, Walsh. Say what up to the people. People, number 14, baby, right? Big one, four? This is number 14. And, and 14. most importantly, it's done a week prior or a week after uh, our 13th episode. Yeah, exactly. No month-long break. We have no not month been long good break. with that. What, you, you know what we should start doing? We should start associating the number that we're on with, like, uh, with like someone whose like, jersey number is 14. Wait, what do you mean? Oh, okay. I was number 14. So, yeah, this is the Joe Bags. This, this is, is the Joe, Joe Bags, Bags Joey Joe Boats, Bags Power Hour, uh, fucking Flawed Logic episode. Yeah. What number were you? Uh, 19. Why 19. Uh well, Josh Beckett really. I fucking love Beckett. Really, <laughs> you're yeah, a Josh Beckett big, guy. Love I mean, Beckett. I act surprised, but it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, high school I was 24 because I love Manny, but then yeah, once I got to college, 19 for Beckett. You guys, I just love fried chicken and beer, baby. So there was no like personal interest into into your number. It was just like, all right, I like this player. Yeah, no, exactly. I would okay. just pretend. That I would, yeah, I would like try to act like them on the field, basically. I mean, like I was kid, just like a little kid. I was just number 14 because that's the jersey they gave me, like, like the first time I ever played baseball. And I'm like, all right, now I just got to run with this. Yeah, and I went through a couple. I went through, uh, I think, 5, 11, 24, and then, uh, yeah, 19. I'm shocked there, there was, I wasn't like a – I always had to pick, like, a higher number because I was always a big kid. Wait, was that how it went? Oh, because yeah, yeah. the jersey, jersey number. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So once I started getting too fat for 11, I had to go to like 24. And that uh, college college dropped a couple pounds, went down to 19. That is kind of funny. Not only does the fat kid like know he's the fattest kid on the team, but like he <laughs> has to go like pick between like 80 and like 99. Yeah. He's like the only jersey number, like number 50. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just alignment <laughs> number. Like, by the way, speaking <laughs> of numbers, dude, I hate the fact that uh, receivers don't wear like like the like the the like the premier receivers in the NFL don't wear 80s anymore. They wear like the in the tens. Well, a, a lot of them get retired, no? Uh no, not from the league. Maybe no, no maybe I, for the team. You may be right for the team. Yeah, you know, I feel like in college too, I can see a lot of wide receivers are like number six. Uh, just like random like single digit numbers. Is that like an eligibility thing? Because I, I I know like most I know Edelman's eleven. But like he was eleven, I, I, like in college. So I don't know, like maybe like all right, he's like el- he's eligible to be like a receiver, like a I mean a quarterback I, when he's playing. I, I have no idea how it works. I think it's more about line. Like linemen have to be 60, 70 or something like that. But I don't know anything outside of that. I know basketball, like in like high school basketball, you can't be number nine. You can't be anything over five. You really? gotta be, yeah, because it's something to do with like when the ref calls a foul on you. If he's going four or five, like you can't be put a nine oh, figures. Oh, okay, so okay. It's like number okay. forty-five. The more you know, the more you fucking know. Okay. All right. So uh, today we're gonna do our our draft. This week is gonna be top five. The NBA draft was last night. I didn't watch a fucking lick of it, but our uh, draft tonight we're gonna be drafting top five busts. Top five draft busts. Yep. It could be any sort of busts, I guess. Um, we got a little Bust bit of nuts. going for you. Busting some nuts, dude. Maybe some uh, Johnny Sins action here or there. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> We're going to get into it. it but yeah, be, That's a good number one pick. 
We're doing a top five draft bus. Uh, going to talk a little bit of football. Uh, I guess we get into it. I guess. I mean, do you have anything you you want to talk about before we uh, get into the news stories or what? Uh, that's the real. I mean, the Giants playoff contender right now. I know, but more importantly, dude, I, I got a haircut today. Uh-huh, now you guys, cool. now I, you guys can't see this because you're listening on the podcast, dude. I am looking devilish right now. All right, I did that thing where I like I I shaved like the whole beard except for the mustache as well as like the uh, patch of hair right underneath the lip, the lower lip. Yeah, it's fucking. Oh, funny. No. But I I will say though, I went to get my hair cut today. I got a couple questions to ask you about this. One, this isn't really a question. There's no better feeling than walking out and getting a haircut. But my question to you is: Disagree. Have you ever had a bad haircut? And then number two is: Do you plan your haircuts in advance? Uh, so I got a couple statements on that. First one being, um, do I, wait, what was the first question? Do I have, have I ever you walked, ever out? walked out of a bad haircut? I know so many guys. Oh yeah. That, like oh, they, wait, actually they, they, have no, up? they don't have exotic hair whatsoever, but they're always like, Oh dude, you gotta find the right barber. It's like, dude, you just get a two, like a one on the, uh, on the sides and, and a two on that. Like how, how much can that guy fuck up your hair? Like. Do you mean like mid clip? Like if I ever got like, this guy's fucking up so badly that I gotta get the fuck out of here? Have you ever left the barbershop and been like, oh, I got a bad, hair, bad haircut? Oh yeah, all the time. Really? But yeah, you don't yeah, get anything exotic. No, no, no. I keep it like a little tighter on the side, keep it a little longer on top. I mean, I did find a, a really good barber. So to answer your second question, yeah. yeah dude, so you, all right, you just answered. I get you, a you're one of those. Yeah. Guys. Right. No, yeah, I'm absolutely one of those guys. I'm not. I, I can't just walk in. I don't trust people like that. Um, I have had my guy, I've had my guy for about a year now. He does a great job, but yeah, no, I've definitely walked out of a barbershop thinking like, this is a bad haircut. Sometimes even with my guy now, I think that the way he sometimes he'll cut it is I'll look at it right after and I'll be like, you know, this, this haircut sucks. But what it does is by day three, it grows into it perfectly. Okay. Well, you know, so he, well, he's, he's, he's like leading, he's like Tom Brady leading Gronk over the middle. But, you know, he's got to lead him a little bit. And then a couple days later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. You got to throw him open. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. and, and listen, with me, and maybe I'm just – I don't put too much stock into it, dude. As long as I leave the barbershop and my hair is shorter than it was, like, I'm, I'm completely fine with it. I've never, I've never left the barbershop. That's a psycho I, move. I've, listen, I've heard – the way I judge it is if I get compliments on it, then I go, okay, it was a good haircut. If I don't. It was just a haircut. Like I, I would never consider something a bad. At least for what I get. Like I don't. Like I said, I'm not getting like a like a Gordon Hayward like flop or anything. I'm just showing up, asking the guy to cut my hair a little bit shorter than it already is, and then it, you know, and I walk out. Yeah, no, I can't believe because we talked about this before in the past though. I can't believe that you are so anti calling ahead, like setting up an appointment for a that haircut. is crazy. I mean, that's a necessity. Yeah. That's that is a necessity. crazy. Like I so say, dude, you, if I'm getting a haircut, it's because I woke up that morning. I looked at myself in the mirror. I go, I'm going to get a haircut. I never planned it out in advance. Oh, I have to. I have to. So you don't have one specific guy. You go to whoever. No, I have a guy, one of my buddies or whatever. He runs a, uh, he, he owns a barbershop. So I try to go, uh, go to him as much as I can, you know, given my hours or whatever, like at work. But like, it's not like, I don't want to say this like, I don't want to say this without like insulting him. I just don't think there's a way that you could cut my hair that I'm going to be like, Oh yeah, I need to go to this guy for the rest of my life. Like, Oh, well, this, yeah. this is the guy, you know? Let me ask you this. 
All right. So say if you're uh, the barbershop that you go to, are there multiple people cutting hair in there? Yes. Do you, so say if that guy's busy, but there's an open chair, do you go to the open chair? I go to the open chair. Wow. Okay. No, see, I can't. I have to go to my guy. See, that's crazy. There's, there's but you nothing, don't, you don't even nothing, get anything. There's nothing like, more awkward. There's nothing more awkward than having to sit there and stare the other person in the eye and be like, you suck at cutting hair. I don't trust you cutting my hair. I'm waiting 30 minutes for that guy. And that's why you set the appointment, though. But I've never been in that position where I felt like I'm getting a bad haircut. So I just kind of sit there and I go, okay, this guy's cutting my hair, which means he's, he's de-lengthening it. I'm like, that's, that's all I kind of expect out of a haircut. So I walk on, I feel pretty good. Yeah, no, you're crazy, man. You got you okay. to start taking right. care of hair. I, I must be a lunatic. Well, I mean, what are you, what are you <laughs> doing? What are you doing that's so much different than what I'm doing? I'm getting a one and a half on the sides and a two on the oh, top. I mean, what were you doing? No, I mean, dude, my hair is fantastic, first of all. Okay, let's yeah. Not, let's I mean, not, I mean, mine is you, let's not compare my hair versus your hair. My hair my hair should be like in the young Republicans like society. <laughs> it's not it's nice and cloth. It goes over to the right. It's fantastic. The young Republicans? Let's society? not compare hair. <laughs> yeah, my hair, my hair comes with a pair of khakis and a blazer. The YRS? <laughs> the YRS, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, but yeah, let's... Let's move you on before because we're, we're we're talking about haircuts that no one can see either one of our hair. Oh right yeah, now, yeah so. absolutely, it's great radio. Great, All right, so great we'll, radio, great right, radio. So football, football happened last week. Um, I don't know what week what week was it uh, for NFL last week. Uh, I believe week uh, week ten. Week ten, week ten. We're recording this yeah. on Thursday at one forty seven. There's a Thursday night game tonight. We'll talk about that in a bit. But the Patriots won. Patriots twenty three over the Ravens. I got to be honest with you. Listen, and I've been, I've I've been saying this. I am not a Patriots fan. They're not my primary team this year. I know that you're, sounds like oh, you're the I know, worst. I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Listen, I said about five years ago. Well, I would say three years ago that if Brady left to a different team, I would follow Brady over a team, and then I would come back to the Patriots after. A lot of people are going to give me shit about that. A lot of people in New England actually would respect that opinion. Here's the deal. <laughs> I will tell you this right now. I've watched a lot of Patriots games. The Pats have sucked. They've absolutely sucked. That game against the Jets a week ago, which will be two weeks ago when uh, the time you guys are listening to this, I mean, good win. As much as – as bad as the fucking Jets are, good win. Last last game against the Ravens, I'm going to tell you right now, that is one of the best team performances I've ever seen the Pats play. Because normally, if the Pats route a team, it's like, okay, Brady finding guys, Brady orchestrating stuff. That was a fucking team win. And after every single touchdown, you saw four or five guys swarm the guy. I always go back to – there was like this uh, documentary on on Belichick. I think it was like the 2008 season, I think. It was a great season, 18-1. No, no, no. It was the, uh, the season after that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the one they did the thing on Belichick on, and there was always this one clip that stands out to me. It's like he's showing a clip of them on Monday night, and it's after they score a touchdown, and they all swarm the guy, caught a touchdown, right? And the whole offense is around him. Like just go, and Bill just kind of like clicks the uh, button, and he looks at the whole team. He's like, that's what we want to see. That's what we want to He's yeah. like, that's the message you want to send to the other team. So anytime that's- I see that, last Ravens game, that's the message you want to send if you're a New England Patriot. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, listen, and Bill, we trust. Um, the other thing they got go, they got the ground game going. They got Damian Harris, went over 100 yards, so that always helps out. You know, when Cam doesn't have to fucking throw his 100 mile an hour five yard passes over the middle, you know, just bouncing off wide receivers' hands. He didn't. Um, he didn't do much that game either. Jacoby Myers threw a touchdown. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. By exactly. the way, that that was a dime. Oh yeah. Boy, he played in have, high school. What is? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody did. Um, yeah, yeah. What is, yeah. Cam have well, Cam, Cam has what like three touchdown passes through through the entire season. Yeah, he isn't that much. Pathetic. Not much this so, year. So Bill's getting creative with it, um, dude. I I still see them. You know, trying to you know. Making a run, depending on what the Dolphins do, making a run and getting to the playoffs. The only thing I'll say, dude, if, if you're an NFL team and you watch it, like draft Alabama. I don't care if you're second or third string. If you played for Alabama, draft yeah. Alabama running backs, dude. Alabama or Georgia. They're both those guys yeah. are coached well and they're probably playing behind the best back in the country. Yeah. You got uh, Bama running backs, Bama defense, Georgia running backs, Clemson receivers. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because well, the number one, with the with the Alabama running backs, they don't have any mileage on them either. So you get coached no, exactly. by Nick Saban, you get no mileage on you. You get to the end yeah. of fresh legs. And it's starting to look like uh, you know quarterbacks coming from uh, Oklahoma. That might be uh, the what, case. It's not USC. Kyler, yeah, Kyler's uh, playing tonight. We got Cardinal Seahawks. That's gonna be a fucking great game. It's gonna be a shootout. Cardinals be beat Seahawks last time. Yeah, I, I bet that game. And, and here's the deal. Um, Seattle's a textbook team that looks bad right now, and Arizona's a textbook team that looks good right now. That's why you bet Seattle hard. Yeah, I, I, don't, I took I them too. I have, wait, what's the line? I haven't taken. I'll probably the have line is the Seattle. line is minus three. The over is fifty seven. Where's the game at? Uh, games in Seattle. Okay, so that, there's basically saying to pick them because you get three points for home field advantage. Basically, yeah. what the NFL says. So, yeah, I mean, I love Seattle in that game, especially after they lost. So, I parlayed Seattle as well as the over. The over is 57. Um, I don't think they're going to hit the over. I'm not confident in that. I'm confident in Seattle winning. And I feel like it's going to be one of those games where, like, Arizona just gets stumped. It's going to be one of yeah. those games where Arizona put, puts up, like, 13 points and, like, fucking Seattle goes for, like, 31 or something. But Coming I off bet the, the over because the parlay was too good to not take. Yeah, absolutely. Especially come, uh, Arizona coming off the high of beating uh, Buffalo at the last second, uh, Hail Mary at the, at the last second. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I would definitely take uh, Seattle there. All right, so you're taking Seattle minus three? Yeah, yeah. I should Lock it in. Money line. Lock it in. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. I, I, we, we, we just sl- slowly became a gambling podcast. I love it. Yeah, it's just quietly. <laughs> quietly and <Yeah>. slowly. <laughs> Speaking of football, though, moving on, uh, Giants 27 over the Eagles, uh, 27-17 over the Eagles. What do you think about your Giants? Don't let us get hot, baby. Do not let us get hot. Do you want to get hot? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally off of the tank for Trevor. I, oh, I, God. That, oh, my God. That, that, now that you get, me, you get me, we're one out of the win column for the playoffs, yeah. the top of the division, I'm all in. I'm all it's kind of like in. once they get the second, it's like ah, fuck it, like fuck it, let's just do it. And plus, don't you have a shot, like a legitimate shot at at, at the playoffs? Yeah, dude, we're we're one You're behind the, the division, win column. right? No, we're one behind the win column. Okay, so so what what are the Giants at right now? Uh, I believe they are at two and oh man, putting me on the spot, but let's see. 
The Booty well, uh, uh, Giants are. Well, I mean, here's the thing, dude. If you're in that division, it's like if you if you have three an and offer, seven, three and seven, dude, three, three and seven. seven. The Eagles fuck, are three and fuck five. Draft picks. You already have your quarterback. If Daniel Jones, you took it six a couple of years ago. You have to yeah. ride with that guy. You have to. No, a, a million percent. Now that we're so close to the fucking playoffs. Then, like um, one team's gonna get Trevor Lawrence. One team's gonna get him. Here's a little stat: uh, Daniel Jones leads the NFL in yards per carry, seven point eight four. Wow. I yeah. mean, and that also. The Giants have rushed for at least 100 yards in six of their 10 games. They're three and three when they do, 0 and four when they don't. Would you take uh, Daniel Jones over like Patrick Mahomes? Well, no, it's not getting fucking three. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Let's take it a shot. Fucking... No, yeah, I mean, come on. I, I would take him over. Uh... Yeah, who'd you take Ooh, him over? Man. Honestly. Uh, that's like a tough. I mean, like, it, it's there's so many different factors to go into. Like, that's what now, it is. This would be a hot take. I would take him over Rodgers, but only because Rodgers is at the tail end of his career. And it, Yeah, you know, but if Jones, the contract was the same, could do. if you still had Daniel Jones locked up and you still had Aaron Rodgers locked up for the next two years. Here's the thing, though. I don't think the Giants are winning with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No, you're right. You're probably not. Probably not He's enough worth time. five He's, games? He, he, like, no, yeah. He would start complaining about his teammates, though. Exactly. Um, other thing coming out of Giants camp, which I just want to address the rumors now, not true. Joe Judge not fight, fighting Mark Colombo, the oh, now yeah. fired offensive line coach. Not true. Fake so the, there was a rumor that came out that Joe Judge fought Mike Colombo. The rumor was that Joe Judge lost the fight and then fired him on the spot, which I, I think you kind of have to do. It, it, hypothetically, I mean, it didn't happen, but if it did happen, if you lose a fight to an assistant coach, you got you got to fire no, yeah, I mean, you I can't have that guy on the sideline just being like, "Dude, I just fucking like I snuffed you," like real quick. Well, either way, but it, it didn't happen. What happened is they they want to bring somebody else on to help Mark Colombo. I guess he freaked out. It, no fight happened, but then he ended up getting fired because he freaked out. Um, but no, Joe Judge comes from a family of boxers. Yeah, you don't want to fuck he, with that guy. Yeah, no, he's a tough motherfucker, dude. He gets in the mud, he'll fucking you know gouge your eyes out. I watched a ton of the uh, UFC and shit, but like, it, it's such a difference. If you if you have like trained to like even, I don't even care if you've seen combat. If you're just somebody that's trained like to to see a punch, it is a complete because it's a fight or flight reaction. Oh, absolutely. And if you, if somebody's throwing a punch at you, and it's just depending on how you're gonna react to it. But if you're like but, trained in that department where you've seen punches being thrown at you, it's a totally different thing. Especially if you grow grow up, you know, grew up like that i mean dude i tried boxing like just like you know working out you know you you throw you know, throw punches for three minutes you're fucking gassed dude yeah yeah like those that's why those guys in the uf like it's so fucking impressive dude when they can go like or even box or oh, obviously boxing like, well you go, like, fucking yeah, 15 rounds it's like dude. to your to your point though those guys you know in ufc are like on the ground like getting choked out and shit they're yeah you gotta prepare for like three different disciplines Oh, you see uh, McGregor uh, signed a fight today? No, it was a couple uh, – I think it was like a week ago. Uh, Poirier. Yeah, no, they inked it today, though. It's, it's happening. He, uh, he's going to he's gonna knock that dude out in like a few oh, weeks or whatever. He, he, he knocked him out, I think, uh, I, I would say like – I would say a couple of years ago or whatever. And I think he just respects Poirier. I think McGregor's at the point in his career where he's just like, all right, I'm going to fight guys that I genuinely respect. 
yeah. and I can also I, kick the shit out of. And he's just gonna yeah. like fight them, get a paycheck. It works out in both regards. That guy's his gonna own, get a day of his life. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I, I think he the big fight obviously is Khabib. Um, you get Nate Diaz. He finished the trilogy, the trilogy, but I don't think Connor's gonna go up to Diaz's weight. No, he's not. And plus, uh, uh, what's it? Khabib's retired, so that's not gonna happen. He, you know, he seems like. Do you think he's gonna stay retired? I think so. I think I think I the think so, those so. Russians, dude, they're very like. I don't want to sound like a. Uh, they're very simplistic about their ideals. Like the thing with uh, Khabib, he's just like he's always been about one thing, and it's just been fighting. And then once he's like, you know what, I'm done. I'm done. Like that's what he's about at this point. It's just being done. And yeah. I think he's out. He's, like McGregor, when McGregor says done, I'm going. He'll be back in two weeks. Oh, he retires like every two weeks. You really? Yeah. No. He, He's yeah, he's like a hardcore like Muslim Russian like that. Yeah, part of the, yeah. The, the math I don't know. I didn't even know it existed until like he came around. I feel like he doesn't care about money either. Like he has enough yeah. money where he's good to go. Word is God with those guys. Like word is everything. Exactly. You know, if, exactly. You, if you say you're done, if you say you're gonna do this, it's like all right, I'm gonna win the championships. All right, they're gonna do that. If you say I'm done, you're done. You know. Mm-hmm. Last thing we'll talk about uh, in the football realm or whatever. Bucks forty six over the Panthers. I'm gonna tell you right now. Dude, Antonio Brown had a really good game. Uh, like eight, nine catches for like about 90 yards. They look fucking good. Everybody talking about how uh, they got absolutely smoked by New Orleans. Listen, I get it. It was the one of the worst games I've ever watched as a Patriots slash Brady fan. I'll put it that way. Disgusting. They're going to be fine, dude. They're going to be absolutely fine. They didn't punt a single fucking possession during that game. They're going to be in that in that team beat fucking Kansas City a few weeks ago, or at least they gave them a, a run for their money. Yeah, no, I, I think I think the bigger takeaway is that the Saints are the real fucking deal because that's the second time they've mopped up on Brady that defense at least. Yeah, but I mean, listen, listen, Bucks defense. Everybody wants to talk about their offense. Bucks defense, they're fucking fast. Yeah, they're a fast defense, dude. You watch them play on primetime or something. You see those linebackers move. You're like, holy shit. You see JPP had his first pick since he uh, blew his hand off. I did see that. I did see that. Good for him, dude. He dropped <laughs> yeah. back into coverage. You don't normally see that. No. Yeah, exactly. It was like a legit pick. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, any 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 other news going on or what's the deal? Uh, I mean, we had the Masters. Did you watch the Masters at all? I did actually. I won 1400 on Dustin Johnson. You took Dustin Johnson. Yep. Yeah. Uh, legally, it's all going to be the taxes are going to come out, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah everything was legal. I was in New Jersey and I placed the bet. Yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah, I won 1400 on him. That's not a bad, that's not a bad haul, dude. How much you throw yeah. out? Yeah, well, it, was like two, it was like 200. I think it was like plus 700. So I put 200 on him. Really? So I'm, that must I'm in a payday, dude. No. Yeah. It's, it's fourteen. Well, I know he was ranked. The, the only reason I, I'm thinking that he wasn't ranked as high as he was because I did a DraftKings tournament with a bunch of people. We had like twelve guys in it. Nobody took Johnson. Really? Oh, see, Nobody. I'm in a fan. I'm in a fantasy golf league. I do year round. Then there's this one guy who absolutely dominates our league, and um, so I've been just taking whoever this guy takes. Oh really? Oh you? Yeah, yeah. Well, so like, obviously I can't take him in the fantasy league. Yeah, yeah. Well. Because he always waits to pick last, but I um, what I'll do is I'll go to New Jersey and I'll put it in legally, and uh, 
you know, I'll just chase his picks. All right. So it's like the opposite of fading him. Exactly. I mean, this guy's kind of shadow. Yeah. I appreciate that. He's my golf guy. He has no idea he's my golf guy. Dude, I took Kepka. I took uh, uh, Patrick Cantley to finish within the top five. I took because yeah. um, I took a bunch of guys there. I lost. I ended up losing like 170 bucks on the Masters this year. Yeah, because if but you don't take Dustin Johnson ran away with that tournament. He won by like seven strokes. Yeah, it was a pretty boring tournament because DJ just dominated. Um, but dude, the golf's my favorite sport to bet on because you know you put like 50 bucks on a guy and you get entertainment for four days. And I and I will say, dude, I'll I'll stand by it. Golf is the best DraftKings format you could play because with mm-hmm. golf, golf is basically just DraftKings. Like, like the like the broadcasts in golf, it's like okay, there's this golfer, this golf. You're seeing everybody, and if it's not somebody you pick, you're rooting for them to shank it. And if it's somebody yeah. you picked, you're rooting for like so, so. It's just constant action. Like every shot that you're watching matters as long as you guys are still in it. Unless you have a guy. Bi- well, that's the big thing with. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, you can't you can't get a guy who gets cut. You have things. to make the cut. Yeah, that's you have it. to make the cut with everybody. Yeah, but yeah. All right, so we'll move on to uh, further news stories. We got a couple of them, and then we'll go into. I actually have a argument for you. I'm going to skip these uh, news stories. I have an argument. Now let's I know, and my roommate kind of agrees with you. I was thinking about like. Um, good arguments, like what are some good like? Um, who would you rather? Whatever. Adam Sandler versus Jim Carrey. Now, I'm a gigantic Adam Sandler guy, okay? But I'm also a very, very big Jim Carrey guy. Now, I know you hate Jim Carrey. I'm going to ask you right now, name Adam Sandler's best five movies. We'll put him up against Jim Carrey's best five movies, and we'll see who actually has a better uh, repertoire. Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. I would say Happy Gilmore is the best. Well, here's... Well, here's the Titan. Happy Gilmore, Dumb and Dumber. What do you got? Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore is like my favorite. You have Happy Gilmore over Dumb and Dumber? Happy like Gil- that easy? I've, I've ha- Happy Gilmore's my most watched movie by far. I've watched Happy Gilmore probably, I'm not joking, over 5,000 times. No, my, when I see Happy Gilmore, I think of you. I, 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 don't get me wrong. But that easy of a over Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. No, 100%. Okay, 100%. you know, what? You know what? I'll even concede that. Not even, not even like a second guess. I'll even concede that. All right, so what's your number two uh, Adam Sandler movie? Billy Madison. See, I fucking, I don't hate Billy Madison. I think it's one of the most overrated movies of all time. See, that's how I feel about Ace Ventura. Do you think that should be uh, Jim Carrey's second best? Uh, I don't really know. I mean, I'm, I'm a sucker would, for liar, liar, dude. I like, I don't mind liar, liar. I like Dumb and Dumber too. I don't mean to hate on it, but like, yeah, um, Happy Gilmore's way better. Liar, liar's all right. But once you start getting into like the masks, the mask, I like, I fuck, I get like fever dreams thinking about the mask. I you, fucking you hate, hate the mask. You hate Jim Carrey. I fucking hate Jim Carrey. Here's Ace Ventura, Ace Ventura sucked too. Here's the thing about Jim Carrey movies, dude. If you take Jim Carrey out of Jim Carrey movies, it's not anywhere remotely close to the same movie. You can replace Adam Sandler with different actors. Ah. Like somewhat of the same. You're not going to get the likability factor that Sandler brings. But like with Jim Carrey, here's the thing. I will say this. I got at, I, I have uh, Jim Carrey in my like celebrity death pool. I know that's morbid as fuck to say. 
But you look at guys like him, oh, yeah, guys, God, like like his best. manic style of humor. Same thing with Robin. I never thought Robin Williams was funny uh, stand-up wise. I thought he was a great actor. It's almost the same. I don't really like Robin Williams either. He annoys. I don't. Me. His stand-up, his stand-up never did it for me. Yeah, no, he fucking. I mean, stand, I like his stand-up better than his like his movies. Really? Yeah. You didn't like um, um, Good Will Hunting? No, nah, I never really got into really, it. Really, dude? Good yeah. Will, oh, see, I disagree with that. Good Will Hunting was fucking fantastic, dude. Never really got into it. I mean, he's a comedian, too. Like Again, and Jim Carrey tries to do this shit, too, where it's like, yo, yeah, you were the funny, like, fart guy back in the day, but now all of a sudden you want to try to act like you're this, like, mysterious, cool, artsy guy. It's like, go I fuck think, yourself. Sandler's sticking I, exactly I, I, I what do he agree is. With that. Sandler I knows who that. he is, and Sandler's just banging out family hits. Did you see? Oh my! Oh my! Did you see uh, Adam Sandler's most recent like dramatic role? It was uh, Uncut Gems. Loved it. Absolutely Uncut loved Gems. It. Stunk. Whoa, oh my god! It stunk. Uncut Gems, dude. If you you, you're like, not, I'm gonna ask you to rewatch it. But you're re- not a gambler. No, no, I am a gambler, and and that's what that, that's why I think that movie stunk so bad. Who the no. fuck bets on the tip? Because he's that big of a degenerate, dude. But dude, dude, if you didn't, if you didn't feel, if you didn't feel like the anxiety of you know of when those guys are locked in the room and Sandler's just watching it and he gets a tip and just that little bit of relief, but knowing you still have to keep going, you're not a gambler. That movie, dude. That movie was so un like the characters were so unbelievable. Like the guy, and I'm not saying like unbelievable. I'm saying not believable. Like the oh, like, you're the, an idiot. Dude, his dude, his boy that like worked with him in like the uh, in the necklace, whatever his like shop was. Diamond that district. guy yeah. was the that guy was the biggest dickhead of all time. And like, what was it? Like, when he met him or whatever, he's like, oh yeah, he's bringing KG into his shop, right? And then KG's KG, the man. To, yeah, and KG KG was the best part of the movie, bar none, hands down, best part of that movie. But that part where he's like, oh yeah, like you gotta let me take this, and the guy who works with Sandler. He's like, come on, man. Let him take it, man. He's like getting in his face. And Sam's like, I don't know. He's like, come on, man. He's going to get it back to you. And then. But that's what that guy is. That guy's a leech. Like, that's how he makes his money. He tries to get, you know, he leeches onto the guys like KG. Of course he's going to tell him. But it was it. too unbelievable. Like that guy is not going to still be employed by Sam. And like, a normal it, person would have just it, cut that guy loose like the second he met him. No, it's like a pawn shop. He still got to hold on to the, uh, to the Celtics ring, too. But even when, like, after the three days that he didn't have the fucking ring or whatever, they go down to go get it. After Sandler was like, I don't want to give up this uh, this rock or whatever. And then he finally gets convinced to take the rock. Then he goes to get it after three days of not getting it. And he goes up to, like, the locker room. And the guy just walks back without him and leaves Sandler at the door. It's like, dude, that that's your ride. Yeah, I, 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 uh, the whole thing is just yelling. It's literally two hours of yelling. Yeah, it's intense. I fucking love it. It's fucking garbage. All right, whatever. So, uh, so we'll move on. Yeah. I was, I would say Happy Gilmore, uh, Billy Madison. Then I would probably say, uh, I would, this is going to be a weird one, but I like the wedding singer. Wedding singer, I would say, is number three. I, I I would say I would say the wedding singer is up there. You know what I watched recently, and I would say I would actually replace the wedding singer with is Big Daddy. Big Daddy, well, yeah. I was gonna say, so and then so Big Daddy, what I would say was number four, number five, one that might not be on her list, but I love it. Just go with it. 
Bad Jennifer movie Aniston. Stinks. That movie oh, stinks. That movie stinks. You got Brooklyn Decker, Adam Sandler, uh, Dan Patrick, and uh, Dave Matthews in it. I'll watch it. And Jennifer yeah, Aniston. Yeah, well, Dave Matthews. What was he in it for like two seconds? Oh, he was, he's in there for, he's in And Brooklyn Decker's man. hot. Don't get me wrong, but she's not like a good actor. It does make it a good movie. Brooklyn Decker or Jennifer Aniston? Who do you like better? Mm, well, it's Brooklyn Decker. Yeah, I think I Je- Jennifer Aniston's overrated just because she's like the. She. I, this goes back to when, like, we were talking about, like, uh, there's a lot of guys that want to see, like, like, uh, like, very popular women, like, nude and stuff. And it's like, what would you have porn stars for that? Like, why would you want to see yeah. Jennifer? Like, that's the same thing. Like, people love Jennifer Aniston, but it's like, but, but like, why? There's a nostalgic factor. I, I get that. Yeah. Maybe. All but, right, whatever. I mean, I, I think she's a babe. I, I love, you know, I love Jennifer Aniston, but yeah, Brooklyn what? Deckers. Brooklyn Deckers, definitely. It. The All answer. right. So. I'm looking at Jim Carrey's uh, filmography right oh, now. Truman yeah, Show? Is... Not that good. You don't like Truman Show? No. I'll give you that. And and this is... I mean, I, was, I, I like Truman Show better like, than The Mask and Ace Ventura. Okay. I, it's like, yeah. Uh... What about Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind? I didn't see that. See, this is when he tries to get too fucking artsy. No, that was a great movie. Yeah, movie's gay. That was, that, was uh, that was Jim Carrey's Uncut Gems. It was three times better. You're like, I, mean, I can't even have this conversation with you. Can I ask you this real quick? What, what do you think is top, his highest grossing movie of all time, Jim Carrey? Highest grossing movie of all time. Uh, it's going to be something that surprises me, but. It's a movie yeah, but, that you, you've most likely seen. Well, uh, maybe not you, but like I would say like the general public, obviously, if it's his highest grossing movie, but like you, you'll know the movie. Uh, uh, Truman Show? I don't know. Not the Truman Show. Morgan Freeman's in it. Oh, um, where he's where he's God, Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Another fucking shitty movie. movie too. I didn't think it was great. I didn't. I didn't think it was terrible though. And there's another sucks. movie in Jim Carrey's catalog that I'm assuming we're going to talk about more come Christmas season. That I think I fucking love it. But we'll talk about the Grit. It. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Grit. I, I, I fucking I like. Love it. Yeah, that's a good movie. You uh, like it? I'll take that. Yeah, I like it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. didn't expect that. I'm we'll a, talk I'm a about it more, though, come Christmas time. Yeah, I'm a big Christmas guy. Okay, well, we're going to have a Christmas movie countdown or a Christmas movie draft or whatever. That's going to be contentious. But, all right, we'll move on. Uh, we're going to go to a draft. We'll get it going. Yeah. And this is going to be a short draft. We're going to pick our uh, top five best NFL busts. And this is Oh, it's, of- it's NFL or it could be anybody? Oh, it's just best busts in general, I guess. All right, gotcha. So top five best busts. As we always do, we're going to flip a coin. Uh, I mean, to flip a dip tin. You want heads or tails? Uh, I'll take heads. It's tails. I'm going to let you go. Oh, you're going to defer? I'm defer a gentleman, dude. What do you want me to do? All right, well, this guy is the most obvious, I think, bust of all time. A little older, but I don't know if you know, you're know you aware of him. But Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf. Pick. Has yeah, to be Ryan Leaf. Be Ryan. I mean, and the guy went from being what the number two overall, overall pick behind Peyton Manning to like getting arrested for breaking into people's houses. See, he's listed as like the biggest one of the biggest busts of all time, but I don't think he can be like the biggest bust of all time if you weren't drafted number one. Oh no, number two picks could definitely. No, wait, wasn't Manning drafted too? No, he. Uh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, Leaf was drafted one uh, number two in '98. Are you sure? Positive. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Underneath, underneath his fat mugshot. 
Okay, so I can't say he's like the big because everybody points to him being like the biggest draft bust of all. I don't think you can be the biggest draft bust of all time if you were drafted too. Well, with Peyton Manning, if people are trying to, if you're in the conversation with Peyton Manning, arguably no, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, I, I would consider you a bust. I just, yeah, but I can't put you as like, because he's like listed notoriously as like the, one of the biggest busts of all time. Like uh, most lists have him at one. I don't think you can have somebody who was drafted second as one. Which brings me to my next point. I'm going to go Jamarcus Russell. Oh, that's a great fucking pick. Jamarcus Russell, biggest draft bust. Dude, that guy, could you talk about somebody who just gave less than a fuck was Jamarcus Russell, dude. Could throw it fucking 60 yards off his, like, knees. That guy didn't care. He went to the Raiders. And, like, the Raiders were, like, a legitimate franchise, legitimate organization, and they couldn't get anything out of it. That guy just did not care. Didn't he get caught? He got caught with a bunch of like codeine too, or something. Oh yeah, he's the man, dude. He's a he's a lunatic. <laughs> he's, he's the man. <laughs> he's the man, dude. He's a lunatic, dude. All right, what do you got for number two? Uh, uh my number two. Uh, th- you know this will be aligned with your has to be has to be number one overall pick. Uh, Greg Oden was the first overall pick in two thousand seven by the Trailblazers, and got drafted over a guy named Kevin Durant coming out of Texas. Dude, there are some people that still have those uh, old uh, Kevin Durant, like, Sonics jerseys. People forget oh, he played yeah. for the Sonics for a year, right? Uh, I don't think he ever suited. Uh, su- oh, no, Durant did. Yeah, yeah, he did. He played for a year, right, with the Sonics? Yeah, yep, yep. No, yeah, that's actually a sick jersey. I would actually love uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not, like, a more notorious jersey or whatever, and then he moved to OKC. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my number uh, number two pick. He looked like he was a thousand years old too, by the way. Oh yeah, he just had old man syndrome. So my number two, I'm gonna get a little crazy with it, dude. I'm gonna go Adam Morrison. Oh, because Adam Morrison was a guy everybody knew was gonna be a bust. But how great would it have been if Adam Morrison was a great uh, professional? Well, that mustache alone. Yeah, the mustache too. But that guy, like, I remember that year that like uh, he was at Gonzaga, and then. Um, who was it, Duke? Who's it? Who's it? Oh my God, what's his name? He has a podcast. What's his name? JJ Reddick. JJ Reddick was at Duke, and they were both like kind of like uh, shimmying back and forth between who could like get the scoring title, and they were both oh, yeah. at like thirty a game. And it's just saying like, how does like a guy like JJ Reddick, who who did the same, had the same style of play, how does a guy like JJ Reddick have a ten to fifteen year career doing the exact same thing that like J uh, that. Uh, Adam Morrison didn't uh, college, but he, he was just able to translate to the NBA and Adam Morrison just like, didn't even have a shot, dude. Yeah, no, I mean, Reddick, uh, Reddick's like, uh, he's like, um, well, because Reddick dominated at Duke for like four, four years. Yeah, but Morrison was, more. I think Morrison may have beat him in the scoring title. It was around like oh, 30 really? a game. Yeah, it was around 30 a game. I remember they were like going back and forth for it. J.J. Reddick, one of the most, most pure shots of all time. But, yeah. um, all right. My number three pick, uh, 2001 Washington Wizards, Kwame Brown. Kwame Kwame Brown. Coming fresh out of high school. Can't even do anything that resembles a basketball play. Yeah, coming fresh out of high school. Got drafted over Tyson Chandler, Paul Gasol, and Tony Parker. But MJ felt like Kwame was the guy, (laughs) and turns out he wasn't. MJ felt like it? Yeah, well, see, uh, this is when I think MJ was with the Washington. 
No, MJ mm-hmm. just drafted Lamelo Ball, so that's not good news. I saw that. Yeah, how, how you do think you think there's those... a conflict of interest there? Two big time shoe companies. Yeah. <laughs> did, you get, did, you, versus... did you get a big baller brand? Uh, I wanted to do, but it was. You too seemed ex- like you were gonna. Yeah, it was oh, really? no. I I would a hundred percent done it. It was too expensive for the joke. Yeah. Like it would have been. It would have been great to have. It was like a twenty five dollars shirt, but it was like a forty dollars shirt. And I'm like that extra fifteen dollars just isn't worth the joke. No, exactly, exactly. You know yeah, me. I, I'll I'll expend. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll break out the the wallet if it's funny. But yeah, I would. How do you think those meetings are going to go between Lavar and uh, MJ? Well, I mean, you think Big Ball Brand overtakes Jordan as like a as a shoe company? Absolutely. It could I, become I think, like it could become like a subsection of it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I think that might be the best. I mean, if Lavar gets that offer, take it. Oh yeah, like take we're it. Gonna, we're gonna make you know Lamelo's own show. It's gonna be called like the Big Baller Brand by Jordan, the Big Mellows or something like something like that. Like just take it. Just I don't care what the deal is. Just take it. Hammer it. Yeah. Um, my number. I think it's number three. Correct. Yep. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I got two here. I'm gonna go with Johnny Manziel, dude. Manziel, money. Johnny Manziel. Manziel would have been like the funnest guy to watch. I I know he wasn't like drafted really high, and he went to the Cleveland. He didn't play bad with Cleveland. There was like one stat I was watching, like midway through his uh, year with Cleveland, that he had like the same stats as Aaron Rodgers had in that amount of time that he was at Cleveland. But yeah, it was, like, it was, you just couldn't figure it out. It's probably through like three games or something. Like he, like he no, no, it was like full. Like it was through like eleven to uh, sixteen games or whatever. Like really? around there, yeah. And he had like similar statistics. It was like one of those dark years that Rogers like didn't do shit, and you kind of forgot about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he's just fighting with all of his teammates. Yeah, exactly. Just I, I fucking hate Rogers. But all right, we'll, we'll move Money on. Man's out. What do you got right. number four? Uh, number four pick. I'm gonna go with Darko Milicic. He was the yes. uh, 2003 second overall pick behind LeBron. And some notable names he got drafted over, Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. Wait, he was behind LeBron. Oh, dude, that was that draft class in 03. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That draft yeah, class yeah. was loaded. Like, that is – dude, I'm so against people that are like, oh, well, you got drafted over this person or that person. It's like because you don't know who the, that draft class you took Darko Milicic, the and there's like pick. seven guys that were like legitimate, like perennial, like all stars. After that, like I, th- that that one's a miss. Yeah, no, that, that's a huge fucking bust. I mean, you could almost blame the Pistons for that too, because that is a fucking bust. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like that, that's on you. You took Darko Milicic. Oh, wait, they took him over LeBron. No, 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 no. LeBron was the first. Well, he was first. All right, I didn't talk about yeah. I mean, it doesn't make it any better. I mean, he still missed on Melo and like seven other guys, but I mean, it is what it is. All right, so Darko Milicic. My, I, this is my number four. I'm going to say it's my number five. I'm going to uh, end it on this one. Listen, you talk about, I'm not a big college football guy, but when you think of college football as a guy like me who doesn't really know much about the game or whatever, you think Notre Dame. You think the quarterback, you think the good-looking guy, huge arm, Brady Quinn. Oh, I'm an ND guy. I'm I'm very well Brady Quinn. I know Brady. Brady Quinn was like the textbook. Like when you create a player, if you're one of those guys who wanted to create the best, like uh, player you could possibly create in fucking college football, like in the NCAA, like 04 or something, you create Brady Quinn. Yeah. 
No, absolutely. He was, he was the all American. He was the guy that you put forth, and you're like, this is college football right here. He was an absolute fucking stud. It was Before great in front of the camera. Yeah, it was great in front of the camera. He, you know, he definitely looked like he could have been like the next golden child. Yeah. Um, they won a lot of Notre games for Dame. ND. Yeah, exactly. I mean, dude, big win by ND uh, a couple weeks ago over Clemson. Yeah, but um, they yeah, nearly lost against fucking BC. Almost doesn't count. Uh, that's a great pick, though. Sure. I like that. All right, so for my, my last pick, uh, I'm going to go with the obvious one, Sam Bowie. He's the guy that got picked yeah. over Jordan and Olajuwon. Uh, there's not too much more to add than that. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. they're really yeah, you're right, you're right. I, I I was gonna add as an honorable mention, Len Bias. Uh well <sighs> what a bust, dude. He could he could have been so fucking what good. a bust. Guy uh, died before he could even play a game in the uh, NBA, dude. What a bust. Busting out lines left and right. What a bust. But all right. Yeah. I think that's it, dude. We're gonna move on. I, I, I do I do appreciate the rankings or whatever. Like I said, we're gonna have a better ranking a little bit next week, but uh I think the I think the part was pretty good. And we still have a movie review to do. Oh yeah, that's right. What's this week's? I think it was Schindler's list. Oh, okay. Yeah, break that one down for me. I didn't see all right. it. So here's the deal with Schindler's List, all right? A lot of people want to talk about this. They want to talk about that. The big thing about 